So I have a sponsor for the show. How exciting. Now I know that we all love online shopping. Need to go to sleep? Nah, I just remembered. I need a new dress. I need shoes, a bag, and oh yeah, I need sunnies. Yeah, I need a few things. For competitive online prices and some new styles, go to www.elianastore.com and shop away. Just make sure you go to sleep after it. So that's www.alianastore.com for all your online shopping needs. So how do you solve a problem like Mariah? As my brother said, spoiler alert, you can't. So there you go. I'm just an Australian girl with the world at her feet, working in public relations and communications, who's learning about life and myself every single day. Join me as I tell you stories, share my outlook on life and just talk utter garbage. This podcast is where I talk about my world, your world, and the world around us. Totally inspire or just entertain, but it'll be fun, I promise. On today's episode, we talk about Christmas, the most wonderful time of the year, and a little bit of a look into 2019. So let's get started. Welcome, I'm back, I'm annoyed. I recorded the podcast, I accidentally deleted it, and when I like undid my delete, for some reason it won't play so trying to go to bed early from now on in my life and these things happen so hope i can get through this quickly but anyway welcome to another episode of how do you solve a problem like mariah and i actually can't believe that it's christmas time already how crazy this year has gone before i get into the show i just want to update you guys on nicola she was on the show a few times for the yes women challenge in october And on the last episode when she joined us, she told us that she had to, as part of the Yes Challenge, apply for a job on the Gold Coast. And she got it. So we're so excited for you, Nicola. Congratulations. And we're super proud of you. Can't wait to hear about all the antics on the Gold Coast. Cocktails. Come live. You'll have the best time ever. And I'm definitely coming to visit you. And we'll do a podcast episode from the Goldie. So good luck, Nicola. All the best. So I don't really have a Christmas life hack. Uh, If you have a good one, definitely comment, write me in, share it with everyone. But my hack is just to not worry about anything, eat what you want to an extent, enjoy the company. And this year, just shout out to mum, dad and my brother. I'm not going to argue with anyone. I'm not going to argue with family. So I'm just going to be grateful for the day. Hold me to that, please. And now I just want to talk about what we love about Christmas. So I asked people on social media and my friends and family to tell me what they loved about Christmas or any funny stories they had. And my friend Ash, she reminded me and she told me this and it's just a really, it's a funny story. But when she was younger, we had a Christmas lights near our house in my small town. Everyone would flock from different parts of Gippsland to check out these lights. Fortunately, they're not doing them this year. They've moved. But um, I'll post the photo in the show notes and you can see how amazing it was. But anyway, so her extended family, cousins, brother, mum, aunties, uncles, and then all jumped in a couple of cars and headed to these lights and had a great time, admired the beautiful Christmas lights and they all jumped in the cars and rushed back home and when they got home they realized they'd left Nan at the lights without everyone else so they had to zoom back and Nan wasn't overly impressed but a 
at least you got to admire the lights for a little bit longer and spend some time with the couple that are very accommodating and host everyone in their house to see the lights. But yeah, I guess when times get busy, sometimes we can just rush away and forget about poor Nan. So yeah, Ash loves that Christmas story and I'm happy to share that one with you guys. Uh, I also have a recording from my housemate. I asked her, Abby, last night what Christmas meant to her. So let's take a quick look at what Abby had to say. Abby, what does Christmas mean to you? Chocolate ripple cake. (laughs) (laughs) All about the food. 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 Definitely the food. (laughs) (laughs) So true, though, how good is chocolate ripple cake? And then when I asked some other people, my brothers told me his three words were drunk opening presents or being hungover from 18 to 28. He was quite a pest for many years when I was underage, waking me up at all sorts of hours when you get home from the club to open presents so that's very accurate thanks for that one Campbell I also have another recording mum said to me when I asked her what Christmas meant to her she said to me it is spending lots of money and being stressed but um at the end of the day you do spend a lot of money but I think we need to learn not to let that get to us too much my credit card is looking terrible right now I don't even have that many people to buy for but um, I just want to take you to a recording. I just recorded it before. Campbell sent me a Snapchat of mum and what Christmas means to her is actually home alone. Every Christmas she watches it and every Christmas she is crying in laughter at the scene where the robbers try to get in the house. So Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, and take a listen to mum's reaction to home alone. Apparently, you could hear her from the street. So thanks for sending me that one, Campbell, because I missed it this year, not being home until the 22nd. So love watching Mum watch that movie. Anyway, and like Mum said, as you get, when your kids are younger, Christmas is super exciting. So I asked uh, my friend, Nicole, who's a mum of two years now, and she said for her or probably in the last couple of years she's really gotten excited for Christmas I guess little parky and spoiling him rotten it means so much to her but her first Christmas with Parker it was 45 degrees and she was breastfeeding what she just loves about it not that bit but um was when one of the young guys from back home was Santa and he's living the lollies in the fire truck which all the kids love so Parky would definitely be excited for that one And just um, being in their new house and having their family. And this year will be their last Christmas as fiancés. They'll get married in the new year, which I'm in. So super excited for that. But yeah, Christmas has obviously changed a lot for her. And um, I'm sure Parky will love it come Christmas Day. I had a couple of friends and some people say that it's a good time to sit back, relax, and enjoy spending quality time, connecting with friends and family that you haven't seen in a while. 
that's really relevant to me too because I've been away on holidays. I haven't seen anyone for so long. So going back home and going to the local pub around Christmas time is always the best. It's my favourite. can't wait. And, yeah, just getting around with family, spending time together. My only talked about my great aunt's massive appetite on Christmas Day. She made it to 91. She definitely loved Christmas time, loved the Boxing Day test. I think Boxing Day test in Australia is massive for a lot of Australians and that's what is a highlight. And also my auntie talking about when she was younger, she got her first video camera, which she loved. I think half of her videos are of my school plays. But uh, she opened it up and the batteries were missing, so she had to wait for the holidays to be over so she could buy her batteries from the shop but how annoying are batteries on christmas day i think they ruin so many christmases for kids so maybe that's a life hack buy batteries that's a good one um and then there was a great one that was messaged to me and it's christmas is a reminder to not take the little things for granted such as family friends love laughter and making memories presents not just presents so the presence of people not just the objects that you get um, which is a great one, and Kanye says that perfectly in his song Hell of a Life, if you know what I'm talking about. So I think a lot of people, the takeaways I got was spending time with family, food, uh, definitely the food. You know, in Australia, Christmas is about being hot, so to us it's such a different meaning, you know, seafood and sometimes roast meats, it's too hot for roast meats, so... It's different for everyone, but definitely send me in what Christmas means to you. I'd love to share that. But then also, I want to hear what your perfect to-do list is for Christmas. So I made mine. Um, I just want to share it with you. Some I've done, some I might not get around to doing, but I think they're great to add to yours. And that is, firstly, take way too many photos in the work Christmas party photo booth. I'll post a photo of some of mine I woke up the next day after our Christmas party two weekends ago and my bag was full of photos my email was blocked of photos I actually had to (laughs) I used all the room on my email inbox at work emailing myself the photos drunk from the Christmas party so that is just a great way to bring people together at work is the photo booth at the Christmas party Um, I've also got, which I haven't done yet, and I'd love to hear some suggestions for me to check out, and that's find all the best Christmas lights in your area and check them out. Last year, when I was back home, we went to one in Warrigal, and they actually have music coordinated to their lights, and you tune into your radio. It is amazing. I'll post a video of it, but um, if you have any around Melbourne that I could maybe check out before I head home or some back in Gippsland, some in driving distance for me, please send them. I'd love to check them out. Another one is download a good Christmas album. I recommend Sia and Buble. I'll post those in my show notes. Sia's is good. She makes up her own carols. So check those out or let me know what your favourite Christmas album is. We've got to get in the spirit, guys. It's all fun. And then use the perfect excuse, oh, it's Christmas, when you're shopping and you want to buy yourself a little treat. You can even wrap it up and put it under the tree for yourself on Christmas Day. I remember when I first started getting really good hours at my part-time job in Kmart, I splurged and bought myself so many presents and I got mum to wrap them for me and put them under the tree and she was like, I had the most presents out of everyone because I bought them for myself. I thought I deserved it. So do that. And also don't be hard on yourself. 
for eating a few chocolates. We are only human and we do deserve treats. But if you're doing any kind of challenges or anything, I'm sure your PTs will say the same, but obviously take their advice over mine. And wrap your presents to match your Christmas tree. I've done this. I'll show you my photo of mine. My mum does this every year. One of my highlights was always watching her wrap Christmas presents. I am shocking at it. If anyone's got a good tutorial on how to learn how to wrap Christmas presents, please send them to me because last night was a disaster. But my mum is so good at it. I'm sure everyone's mum's is. But uh, my favourite thing was reorganising the Christmas tree to fit all the presents under it. And I, mum would wrap, I would write on the cards and we put it on the tree. That was a good tradition for us. Along with the advent calendars, they're always a hit. Probably not acceptable to do it anymore. Chocolate for breakfast is only necessary on Easter and 25 days of December. But they're also a highlight of Christmas. Just get yourself one if you want one. Why not? And then make a gingerbread house or buy one and decorate it. I did this in 2015. It was so much fun. I'll post a photo of mine. It's probably terrible. But now they have cute little camper van ones in Kmart. So if you've decorated a gingerbread, show me. Because I actually love eating gingerbread. Although they go hard as a rock if you leave them for too long. And then let's just try and get in the spirit at work, wherever you are. Everyone's so much more happier in Christmas time. They know they haven't got long left of work. It's just a good time to like really be grateful and show your spirit and talk to randoms. Everyone loves it around Christmas time. So definitely get into the spirit and also wear something festive to work or just wherever. I did this on the weekend, which I'll talk about later. But my boss said, if we want to dress casual and dress festive, we are allowed to. So I don't have anything Christmassy, but I'll definitely try and find something because who doesn't like going casual Christmas? Perfect attire. Also, do shots with your work colleagues. I've ticked this one off my list at my work Christmas party or just have a drink with work colleagues if you don't want to do shots because it's just a perfect way to get to know people that you might not have spoken to in the workplace or everyone just likes to have a nice drink and get to know each other. So definitely put that on your list. Do or don't get into arguments in shopping centres, car parks. Uh, I will remember, never forget the day we went to Chad's Centre to go Christmas shopping and my mum nearly threw down with a lady that stole her car park. So I've done my Christmas shopping. Maybe on your to-do list is to do it early next year. The shops were quite packed, but I managed to get a park, so I didn't argue with anyone. Uh, but just maybe not throw down, just tell them where you're at with that car park and move on. And then my favourite is a Christmas ham. And my mum gets one for work every Christmas. And when my dad worked for the same company, he got one too. And with the pillowcase, oh my God, it was amazing. But Christmas morning, Christmas ham and toasted cheese sandwiches is a must. So good. So write a Christmas list, to-do list, and let me know what yours is. And let me know what you've ticked off from mine. I'd love to hear yours and any suggestions that I can do to really pump out the festive season because I missed a little bit while I was away. So I'm trying to get into the Christmas spirit. Now we've got some Christmas antics. I'm sure we've all had far too many drinks at Christmas time. So I've got a couple of stories. So this one was my last Christmas party two weeks ago. I was like really hot, 34 degrees or something and got to the Christmas party. The fans going crazy and my eyelash starts to come off so I go to the toilets ask the bounce where the toilet is so I was putting my eyelash on and I walked out and about 20 minutes later I looked for my phone and it was gone freak out 
I have been drunk. I have been very drunk, as you guys would imagine. I've never lost my phone. Not once. I've lost IDs, bank cards, a lot. But this had everything in it. It had my ID, my credit card, my bank card, my money I got out. It was, and my whole life on my phone. I was panicking big time. Thank God for the bouncers at Melbourne Republic and Citizen Bar and Cafe where we had our work Christmas party, which, mind you, is really cool. Check it out. They found my phone. Someone had handed it in. That was a Christmas miracle. So I had my Christmas miracle, and it was probably one of the best because losing your phone any time of the year, let alone Christmas, is so shattering. So anyway, that was before. I'd only had two drinks at that stage. That's just crazy. But by the end of the night, I was making everyone do tequila. It was all good. I think I promised someone I'd do a 40K hike around the Great Ocean Road in about May. So wish me luck on that. Um, I'd still be keen to do it, but I wish I didn't agree to that. And also, at the end of the night, hot tip. If you're going to message your housemate, don't accidentally message your boss. So did that. Lucky I just parted ways with him. And when he said, that wasn't meant for me, was it? I said, no. He said, be careful or be safe. Not a good idea. And after doing a sneaker, because I realised that there was too many people I worked with in the same nightclub. In previous Christmas parties, I think I've told you, I've fallen asleep on a tram after managing to get two free meals from the food court from people that were just waiting in line. I was waiting in line. They offered me to join them for food. I wasn't going to say no. So I've... um had some good Christmas party memories, some free food at the functions and free food after the function, falling asleep on a tram, not a highlight. But also one of the other highlights was getting a bike tuk-tuk from Crown to the train station. Three of us jumped on. I weighed the most. The other two were quite thin. And it's safe to say the tuk-tuk bike driver, rider was struggling. So hopefully he's not in that business anymore because if he got normal sized people in it he would be struggling and talking about drinking too much around christmas time i'll never forget when we got home from lunch and dad had had a few too many beers and he went out and played golf and he come back and he said to me there's one thing i've learned you can't play golf half pissed so hot tip for you there golf is a challenging sport as it is let alone with 24 cans in your stomach as for other Christmas times, this Christmas, my housemate and I got matching Christmas outfits and went out. Two people noticed, really appreciated that. They were loving it. I'll post a photo of what we wore. We made quite a few friends along the night. I come home with a makeup brush. So if anyone's missing one, I've got it. And we met a girl called Pip. She's P-I-P-I silent M-P Pip, Pimp. She was a lot of fun, but we ended up at the Swan again. I was actually very good on the weekend and we had an amazing dinner at Hanoi Hana, so that's a recommendation for me right there. So anyway, that was our little Christmas party and we had a bit of fun. But I always remember um, going out Christmas Eve when I was a bit younger. I'm giving up on doing that because one Christmas I could not eat. It, I was in quite a state my brother and I went out together. Everyone goes to the same nightclub on Christmas Eve. It's always so much fun. You see people you haven't seen in so long. And mum picked us up because she knew she'd have to. And, yeah, the next day I probably had about three mouthfuls of food. And then pops. We had little cousins there, not so little anymore. One of them just graduated. But congratulations, Michaela, for graduating primary school. 
Anyway, we they were, we went and had a sleep in our bunk beds. We used to sleep in at Nana Pops when we were kids. And they come and woke us up, poking us to open presents at, in late afternoon. And after that, Cam liked to go and work. He's a police officer, so that would have been absolute dreadful. So, yeah, I learnt my lesson. Being hungover on Christmas Day is not fun. There's always so much good food. So, that's all right. This year, Mum and I are going to get the Aldi 1.5 litre rosé. Highly recommend it. And we're going to walk home from our Christmas party at my uncle's and auntie's house. Anyway, tell me about any of your Christmas antics. I want to hear what you guys get up to at Christmas. Everyone's Christmas is so different. It's so interesting hearing about what people do on Christmas Day because they have so many cool traditions. I'm sure I've forgotten funny stories, although there is one. Always make sure you cook your potatoes. I'll never forget at Christmas my auntie ridiculed my nan for hard potatoes and it's always an inside joke when we have dinner at her place. I hope the potatoes are cooked. So nan, if you're cooking this year, make sure those potatoes are cooked enough. But yeah, everyone has so many funny stories, you know, they have one family member that always drinks too much or something always dysfunctional happens on Christmas and that's what makes it so great. So share me yours, I really want to hear them. And that's it for Christmas, but I want to go into my recommendation and it's about the end of 2018. I was thinking about this the other night and I want you to write down what you've achieved this year. Once you start writing, you'll be amazed at what you've actually done this year. You would have been so productive. I was thinking about, I went skydiving twice. I've been, you know, on little getaways along around Victoria. I've been to Byron Bay. I've been to Cambodia, Vietnam. I moved out. I moved to a new house. Um, started this podcast. I've started more about writing on my blog. I've been so busy and you don't realise how busy you've been um, until you really think back. So it'll give you some great energy coming into 2019. You'll be you'll feel so good about yourself because I'm sure you've done so many great things. So share me your list of what you've done at 2018. I might put a little one in my show notes. I'm sure I'll forget. But, yeah, it's just a really good way to cap off the year. And as for 2019, don't make resolutions. Just don't do it. It's You'll never stick to them. Make goals. So, for instance, if you want to lose weight next year, make a goal to exercise more than you do right now. So if you only exercise two days a week, put a goal in exercise four. Be more strict on your diet. You know, write little goals for yourself so you'll slowly start to achieve your overall target. And that's just an easier way to go about it. The same, And then even if you miss, you know, you say to yourself, all right, I want to go to the gym four days a week and I want to do an 80-20 diet. And you get to the end of next year and you've been to the gym five days a week, but you've done a... 70 30 well you look at it and you say well, you know what i might not have really achieved my food goal but i did my exercise goal and i smashed it if you do little goals and you don't achieve one but you achieve 10 well you're gonna feel so much better about yourself instead of just having one massive goal break it down into little ones and write a list 19 goals for 2019 thanks to gretchen rubin she had a listener that suggested that on her podcast happier and just write them in your diary on your phone and if you have 19 goals for 2019 some could be little some could be a bit bigger and then you have an overall plan for the year. It'll just really set yourself in good stead for the new year. So start that now, get a good start on it, and then coming into the new year, we'll have a look at what mine are, and I want to know what yours are. And then as we head into the new year, it's really good time to start thinking of a theme for next year. 
I gave myself a theme for 2018 and it was save. So I wanted to save money, save time, save memories and save moments. I really tried hard to save money. I managed to go overseas and two heaps. I never missed out this year. I have some money away. I have money away for if I needed my car serviced. I have money away in other areas. I've started investing. So that was one of my main focuses. And I think I did as much as I could for one year. I did save time, but I only really started doing it when I come back from Vietnam, I'll be honest. When I was on holidays, I thought about what I do. I exercise seven days a week and that takes up so much of my time. So to save time and have more time for myself and to do things like this podcast or to write, which I love doing, I've decided to cut my gym days back because seven is too many. Well, not that I go to the gym seven days, but I work out seven days a week. So giving myself two days off and during the week, I've just tried to save myself some time to just do things, relax a little bit more and just stop and smell roses. My mum and dad told me that I need to do that a lot more. I started doing that now, but that's fine. There's no time like the present. Started saving moments and memories. And that's more about taking the time to reflect. Um, Obviously, I do a diary, which I've showed you guys. But also just being in the moment, I feel like my holiday went for a lot longer than what some do because I was just in the moment at all times and just really saving every precious moment that I was in. And I think when you think about what you're doing when you're doing it, rather than thinking about what you've got to do next, you're going to save time because you're just going to feel like time goes a lot slower because obviously this year's flown. And yeah, so take a week or so to think about what your theme is. I'd love to hear yours. I need some inspo for mine, but um, I'll share mine in the new year. And in terms of finance, I really want to dig deeper into that. Obviously, there's a lot of good podcasts and books out there to help you. So we'll talk about that in the new year. And that's about it for this episode. I want to leave you with a quote to eat, drink and be merry this festive season. Enjoy this time of the year and be happy and don't sweat the small stuff. If there's things you have to do and you're really busy, just break it down one at a time. Don't get angry if you burnt the turkey a little bit adds character and if you don't cook the potatoes properly I'm sure it'll be a story for years to come things are going to go wrong if you're hosting Christmas it's it's just going to happen but there'll be things you'll laugh about just enjoy it they make great stories just never forget to love yourself because if you don't no one else can and have a very merry Christmas and I'll speak to you in the new year I hope you got something out of today's show and if you like this podcast don't forget to tell your amazing friends Also subscribe, rate and review on iTunes. It'll take you only a few minutes, but it'll go a really long way to help me out. And I've already had some amazing feedback. So thanks to everyone that's given me such positive thoughts and vibes. If you also want more information, you can go to the show notes by clicking on the description link on this podcast. It'll take you to photos and links and things that I want to share on this show, just to give you a little bit more of an insight. You can add me on Instagram um, at underscore Mariah Mackinus underscore or on my travel page at a traveler's antics. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to message me. I love hearing from you guys. So message me on any social media or email me at Mariah underscore 22 at outlook.com. I love questions, feedback, um, ideas, inspiration. So just send me whatever you want. I love hearing from you. And if you want to read more from me, you can read my blog uh, at travelersantics.blog. 
And for this fortnight, you can read more about my Vietnam and Cambodia trip. I love sharing about our Mackinac antics. And I love sharing with you guys what I learned, what I saw. Um, I have some content on the gorgeous Hoi An. And last week I posted on Hawaii, which I had so much fun. Let me know if there's anything you want to hear on the show. And I'll speak to you soon.